A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Jules Von Hepp. Hello, I'm Sarah Powell. And welcome to Wobble, a podcast about happiness and body confidence. Because we all wobble. On this week's episode, we have got fashion blogger, Instagram sensation, and just all round good old northern girl, Lorna Lux. Now, Lorna and I have been friends for a long time, and what has always resonated with me, and this is like a lot of my friends and clients who are in the public eye or have big Instagram following, is how real she is, and how she doesn't hide behind this persona. She is exactly as she is, and she's very like open on her stories, but I want you to see that this is a real person that is the Instagram. There is a real human being here. This is a very raw, very frank and very honest chat with Lorna and it was an absolute, it was a pleasure to have her. We're absolutely beside ourselves to have Lorna Lux on board. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Lorna Lux. Lorna Lux, my dear friends. Oh, finally. <laughs> I know, finally I've got you in front of us. Now, Lorna, I am so obsessed with how you became to be the Lorna Lux fashion inspiration, massive influencer <laughs> on Instagram. Just tell us how you got to where you got to. Yeah, I'm definitely an Instagram person, aren't I? Yeah. That's where people know me. But actually, when I started, I literally did just, it was like a hobby. I need to take daft pictures like doors. I used to be a member of like an Instagram group. <laughs> I actually like taking pictures of doors. Um, yeah, I loved it. I like. I was very London centric. I didn't live in London. But yeah. I was fascinated by London Instagrammers. So I would go on walks where so we'd like meet up and. Is this your Instagram group? Yeah. So I didn't have. Any, I, I didn't have. I maybe had like 300, 400 followers. Yeah. And quickly realised that I wanted to grow that. So it wasn't like Facebook. It was. I really saw it as quite curated. Yeah. And mm. I wanted to be part of like this artistic community. And how long ago was that? That was back in 2014, I think. Okay. So it's not been that long. No. No. But it still has, it's not been overnight either, no. has it? It's I've definitely had of... big steps, like big leaps. Right. And big opportunities along the way that have got me to the next level. Because how many followers are you on now? So at the minute I'm on, I'm just about to hit 600k. Gosh. I know. 600,000 people <laughs> following mental. you on Instagram. Yeah. But I still feel very much like the person that had... 400. Like right, that's interesting. the same mentality. Yeah. And I think um, that's one of the reasons that you and I bonded as friends yeah, is did, because yeah. even though Lorna has, and probably by the time this podcast goes out, you will have hit 600,000. Um <laughs> But you, to me, are still a completely normal human being. So behind the Instagram shop front, as it were, yeah. 
I know that there's just just beautiful northern girl that we just clicked and got on, didn't we? Because to put it into context, before you started Instagramming, what were you doing? So before that, I've had a few jobs, but just before I started, in fact, when I actually started my Instagram, I think at the time I was working for Rocket St. George, which is like a homeware, online homewares. And it was run by two women who are definitely have impacted me in terms of wanting to go out there and do something for myself. They were both very entrepreneurial. They were mates. They used to like doing car boots and quickly realised they could flog stuff on eBay. And from there, they created this business, which is now, I'm sure, a multi-million pound business and they ship all over the world. But I was really inspired by them, and I actually went to get a job with them, having not worked for about, probably about a year, I'd had a year off. I went to get this job, and I didn't get it, and then they they rang me and said, look, we really liked you in the interview. We thought you were quite good fun. Do you want to just come and be like um, a handy person in the school holidays? Great. And, of course, I didn't have anything to do, so I was like, yeah, I'll come. So, of course, I rocked up, and by, I'd say, within six months, I was, like, running their customer services because I'm quite chatty. (laughs) I built up a bit of confidence, and I was watching them take photos for the website and was quite inspired by that. So, yeah, it was real. That year working for them was really quite a big deal for me. I think that's where I've got that creative sort of juices flowing. What happened next? So, from that, um, I... Had grown my Instagram and become a bit of a geeky sort of Instagram groups. Loved all these new people that had made loads of friends. Was meeting them in London and going to brunches. We love to brunch, which is now a big thing in London. Yeah. But initially, it was three women that just loved brunching. When you say you're Instagram groups, these are people that you follow and then you meet up with. Yeah. Yeah, for a laugh. So you met with them in real life. You met them online. Met with them in real life and then started hanging out. Started hanging out. And then, again, I was very curated, which a lot of people weren't at that time. It was very white, and like my, my feed was like white London doors with sort of outfit shots in between. Yeah. And then Instagram put me on the suggested user page. I don't think that exists anymore. But at the time, there was 200 people on a suggested user list. Right. And when you subscribed to Instagram, you had to follow five accounts. I don't know if you ever remember when you signed yeah. up. Yeah. And you would be on the list of 200 people. So I was growing like 10K like a day. Wow. Oh, my God. I think I went from 7,000 to 70,000 in the space of two weeks. If that happened to me, I would feel so much pressure in what and everything that I was posting. Did you? Did it change the way you felt about it? I knew that everything I was going to post over that period was going to do well because I was getting a lot of traffic coming to my page. But also, yeah, that also a lot of peers because obviously I'd spent a lot of time nurturing a community. Yeah. So all of a sudden having, you know, a thousand likes and hundred comments when you've got 7,000 followers to go into 70,000 with the same amount of engagement it started to make me feel like I'm a a watered-down version of what I was. Right. And I very much felt I had to prove to people that I'd I'd earned that place because now brands were writing to me and offering me collaborations that I didn't have before. All my peer groups that I'd nurtured at 7K were looking at me going, why she got this? Like, has she bought her followers? There was lots of things going on in the background that really are... I'd say it's a twin-edged sword being given that opportunity. And then it also just coming for you. Yeah. Brilliant, though. But also, but also, I think there's the element of you said something then about not not actually knowing what you were doing. Like brands were coming to you, yeah, and then I just go, oh, God, what am I? How is this going to work? I mean, I didn't know you get paid for stuff. 
So, of yeah. course, it was brilliant for John because, you know, he'd spent the last two years buying me all these handbags and clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, John's your chap. Yeah, so yeah. John's my husband. Um, so it was great for him because he was like, what, they're going to give you stuff? <laughs> yeah. This is brilliant. Wait off, off, off his mind. God, we all love free stuff. We do love we? a freebie. I, mean, I get excited about a tea bag. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I will get excited over anything. You know, if you're at the station and they're giving out those little cans of Coke, I'm like, oh, quick, look. <laughs> I like it when I don't have to pay to get on the bus, you know, when it's broken. Oh, like, I'll just get on. <laughs> I'm like, not- yes, free. because what i really love about you lorna is you're very transparent about the whole thing because with a lot it's very easy to look at somebody on instagram who's got six hundred thousand followers and to think they're either not a real person like there is there's sort of um a brand there's a distance but also that they're very casual like oh yeah you know it's no big deal but what i love about you is for you there's like a science behind yeah completely yeah i'm a real stats person um, and I've talked about this to both of you now about how I set myself targets. I'm very passionate about you know my engagement being maintained. So I work hard at conversation and replying to people. And yeah, I just want it to grow because I'm really like, you know, I've, I've been given this opportunity whether I wanted it or not. And it's now my full time job. So I don't want to drop the ball. I feel like that pressure that I can't afford to just let it slide. I mean, I haven't technically had a day off for about three years. And by that, I mean, you know, I consistently am thinking about content creation, replying to emails, taking cute pictures, thinking about my outfit the day before, planning, making sure that my, you know, if anyone that's listening that follows my Instagram, you'll know it's quite curated, like the colours all have to match, which makes me probably look like some sort of very highly strong OCD person. (laughs) But the reality is I am just someone that just loves posting pretty pictures. I like pretty, you know, if you come round to my house, Everything's very colour coordinated. I just like living in that world. It's like escapism to me. Yeah. But again, people are very lofty about it, aren't they? They're like, oh, it's just accidental. This is what I look like. So I love that you're like, well, no, I've planned that outfit. Yeah. And I know how I'm going to shoot that picture. Yeah. And I know when I'm going to do that. And you you were saying to us before that, John, you go through your stats every night. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, every night. And he's quite cute because he's like, he's way ahead of me in terms of where to get the information. So we track my social blade and if there's big leaps in you know follow a follow account or whatever we want to know where it's come from or if all of a sudden my google analytics says that i've had a big hit to my website he'll find out and he'll like search images on yeah google and it's brilliant because we're like a little team oh it's really nice because on average save per per post how many likes would you say is a good likes day and how many comments i'd say a good likes for me at the minute is about 15 to 20k with a growth period with the algorithm now you're never going to get a huge hit of likes yeah so when you see somebody that has maybe got like you know 10,000 likes within the space of 30 minutes they've either got an incredibly engaged audience or they've got a subscription to like a you know a viral like scheme. Because right. you can pay for likes. You can, you can. Yeah. I mean, everything about social media you can buy. So for me then, again, it becomes about conversion. So we work really, we focus a lot on affiliate marketing because yeah. it's trackable. Yeah. So I can be able to say to a brand, well, look, this is how many of those I sold. This is how I converted. Yeah. Right. you can't really cheat that. No. Yeah, it's a I mean, that's, tough one. That, I mean, that's business, isn't it? That is stocks and shares. That's yeah. buy, buy, yeah. buy, sell, sell, sell. Yeah. yeah. And people don't necessarily think about that with Instagram. They just think, oh, it's pretty yeah, pictures and brunch. But actually, there's a huge business behind you. You have turned it into a business. Yeah, it is a business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree that there is an element of like realness about it. Yeah. So I do try and I turn a lot down. Um, and I do try and make it like I want people to know what I'm thinking. So I'm quite honest with my captions. Yeah. People say, well, your captions are really funny. I'm like, no, they're just honest. 
I'm Definitely saying what areas. I'm saying what I'm thinking. Mm. And stories is brill. It's not curated. It doesn't need to be as perfect. Yeah. So that's quite fun. With comments, like, and this is one of the reasons we really wanted to get you on Wobble, is you're really open on your stories about how certain people will send you not very nice comments. Yeah. I think it's a really refreshing and what you do so well is you actually are really open about these comments that you get. Mm. And I'm going to ask, like, I ask you something quite raw like what is the worst thing that somebody has said to you um there's so many things that people have said and it can be it's usually if you attack my personality when people say like oh you're fake you're so insecure that you're so fake that would upset me more than if someone said your lips are too big because I feel like physical things are something that I've battled with since I was a kid so I've kind of accepted that now whereas your personality is forever evolving you we work at it so to attack my personality is like the worst so I think I feel god I feel like I'm a celeb you know when they say what's the worst thing you'd be scared of and then everyone's yeah. going to bombard <laughs> you with it <laughs> I'm scared of snakes <laughs> yeah I just feel very much like that's how to get to my get under my skin because I recently was on the Daily Mail for um, Isle of Paradise launch and I scrolled through the feed and I saw oh, the page and I was like, lovely, lovely. And it got to the bottom with the comments. Oh my gosh, don't even <laughs> and, look, and don't I was look like, down. And I was like, don't read them, don't no. read them, don't read them. But then I played with the they played with the devil and down I went. And you will find it if you and go looking for there it. There was find one, it. there was one and somebody had written something like, God, he looks like a twat with that beard and that t-shirt. And I was like, if, if that is literally what you think when you're reading this article, then that like that's fine. And then I, I was like, I don't want to see anymore, and I scroll back up. Mm, I was yeah. like, I've I've done. I don't need to know what anyone's thinking. Do you have a mechanism that you can almost like switch off from from seeing those comments? Like you said about like your, your body, and if someone's commenting on your lips or commenting on something, do you just like brush it off your shoulder and just ignore it? I think that I'm much more... When I've said stuff on stories, it's usually I've brought people's attention to things like my lips because I really love my lips. So I'm not. I'm quite happy to get into a conversation about it. I've had a lip job, blah, blah, blah. And so I've used that and I've put it on stories and I've let the dialogue open because I know deep down I can deal with it. Yeah. If it was something that I was very insecure about, I'm not sure I'd be as comfortable alerting everyone's attention to it. And I'd say up until maybe even a couple of months ago, I was leaving the comments online on my page, which is my personal little world isn't it my Instagram yeah. yeah I was leaving them there documenting them and then forgetting about it and it's only recently that I thought you know what I'm just going to delete that because like it's not positive it's not doing me any good seeing it there yeah yeah and I don't need your engagement or your follow no yeah. so you're blocked goodbye yeah and yeah. do you block I yeah. do but yeah. I never used to but it's like I actually tweeted about it yesterday because I was like oh my god I've started to block people that aren't very nice to me and it's a revelation mm. because it's like you do not need these people in your life yeah and when you block them they just don't exist well do they, they sit there it's just yeah it's just not in your point it's of view it's so at empowering all. yeah it is it is just make it disappear yeah. to not have to reason with it or wrestle with it yeah and just go oh I just don't actually need this in my life yeah. great their opinion is none of my business yeah. so I, I can delete it and no, you know I can forget about it yeah. it's nothing to do with me I think there's a really lovely thing here where like if you imagine that in real life say we were down just where we had a little lunch <laughs> a minute ago and somebody said something to me I wouldn't tolerate it and I'd just walk out of the restaurant yeah, absolutely whereas on, online if somebody's saying something to you in a horrible way, a lot of people just wouldn't block them because of following. And I think it's really yeah. a strong thing that you're doing of just going, oh, no. I mean, part of you wants to get into a conversation about it. And actually, yeah. what's nice is when other people jibe in. Yeah. And I think that's the point where I've always thought, okay, now I've got a bit of a squad behind me. Because when other people jibe in and go, excuse me, who, who do you think you are? And they have a bit of a conversation on my page about me being what's this What's that like to look at? 
Well, I think that's a really nice thing because as much as it's horrible to see one person clearly craving attention, yeah, and you know, there's bigger things going on in the world apart from like my toenails or <laughs> lips or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. The problem is, yeah. yeah, that's another empowering thing, I think. Yeah, and like in real life, if you know, if your friends stick up for you, yeah, I feel like I've yeah. got online friends. Well, you've got a community, haven't you? Yeah. There that have got you back, and that must be that must yeah. be nice to know that. Yeah. yeah, it's good. That is definitely the most positive part of social media. And in terms of, I mean, God, you've got this amazing. Like it's such a powerful profile that you have in the digital world. Like everybody knows, especially in fashion and beauty, everybody knows your account. Like in such a massive way. But mm. you and you are you're lucky. You get to go on trips. You get to go away. Yeah. What's it like when you meet somebody else who's in your position who you've not met before? Who you know just solely through their Instagram. Really difficult. I would say it's more difficult because I really do, I, like I say, I'm a stats person, so I really take care to find out as much information about everybody that is in my peer group because I feel like it's a duty as a profession to know. Yeah. Like if I was a footballer, I'd want to know, not the enemy, but who's in defence. Yes. Who yeah. I might be working with, who is a good wingman, who is someone to avoid. Yeah. So I kind of know quite a lot about them before I meet them. So when you meet someone that you know a lot about, but then they're like, hi, my name's... And it's all a bit like giggling. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You're like we both yeah. know who oh, each I other is. I know what you have for yeah. breakfast, babes. <laughs> um, but it's quite, yeah, it's quite a strain. And of course, when you meet, sometimes they say never meet your idols. So you meet someone that maybe isn't as as fabulous, on mm. you know, in, in real life. Mm. Maybe they've got their own issues or insecurities. Yeah. And pe- there is a big disparity between people online and people in the flesh. Right. And I do navigate. You can tell, actually, who is quite real in my group because they're my mates mm. that I talk about online. Yeah. Mm. And sometimes you meet people in the flesh and you kind of distance yourself a little bit because there's no, they're nothing like their their online persona, yeah. which I can't get my head around. No, that is... Well, and this is something that I think everybody on... on if you're on social media, everybody's managing this, yeah. their online persona and their in real life, the, who, who they actually are. And I think there's been a... I think everybody gets it, even if it's just that you're just on Facebook and it's just your community that people that you have met, mm. you know what I mean, or people that you know. I think everybody is putting something out there and there is... Yeah, there's a difficult. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you handle that? I don't really. I think I really struggle with it because right. there's that element of wanting to be professional and branded, and it's Lorna Lux and my, the brands that all the PRs and the brands that I've worked with are following what I'm doing. But you've got to have a bit of realness, mm-hmm. and if you don't have a little bit of realness, then people are going to smell a rat immediately. Mm. So it's that in between of being professional and not. I'm quite positive online. Yeah. I think mm. as long as you as long as you're only positive and you're not saying anything nasty about anybody. The amount of times I've wanted to go on Twitter and complain about bad customer service or it's negative and it's not it doesn't serve the purpose. Mm. So yeah, so I'm trying to stay more positive and use the platforms that maybe people follow me on to promote really positive stuff. Yeah. Mm. Or drive traffic. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Do you have pressure to post? Yes. All the time? Well, I mean, statistically, to, to keep the algorithm bobbing along in your favour, mm. you should be posting once a day. Yeah. Mm. Um, and stories as well. Stories drives traffic. Mm. Right. So, I don't know. Like, I don't always because I've started to enjoy myself and yeah, you're having a, a good time yeah. living your life um, yeah sure you know, sometimes I go yeah. back through old pictures or put that up no one remember that one <laughs> <laughs> there's always one in there that goes oh I remember that one from 2014 it's story in a pub it just yeah. comes straight yeah. back round <laughs> well I tell everyone everything twice so it's fine it's what you do though isn't it yeah but yeah uh, I do feel a pressure yeah I'm sure everyone that is doing what I'm doing right now feels that pressure I feel a lot of pressure to put I love Instagram. I really enjoy it. I I, I don't. I have, um, but I enjoy it's it. I follow you. I love you. Oh, thanks, doll. Yeah, you two follow me. That's it. <laughs> it's just this. This is my Instagram. For, this is my meetup right here. <laughs> this is it live. No, we? we need to do that in the pub. Then. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, but I really enjoy it. I know what you mean about the algorithm because it is when you see your followers go up. It's a hit. There's a science behind yeah. it that you get the same kind of rush. I believe yeah. you do as well. Yeah, I do. Well, it will be that element of feeling loved and yes. feeling like people want to see yeah. what you're talking about and that is addictive that's an addictive little feeling so i i'm like oh i want more i want more so i'm gonna post i'm gonna yeah. post and it's yeah you sometimes you have to do you ever have to just take a step back and go Every okay day. i'm getting obsessed mm. yeah I, I, the first thing i think about when i wake up and i and also i'm not very planned so i've got mates really good mates on instagram that are doing a really good job and they've got like four or six, four to six images in the bank. They know what the next four to six images are. Right. I don't know what I'm posting today. I haven't even taken it. So I will have to post a picture today. Yeah. I've got about, I've got like a vault of about four or five pictures that I can slide in. Yeah. If yeah. I'm really struggling. Emergency pictures. But I know yeah. there's going to be a marital row before that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to get that picture. And John as well is very careful and is considerate to me and is like, look, I, you know, I, I want you to get that picture. Like what you're wearing today so you need a dark background wow. you know, we have those conversations yeah where should we go for lunch so you need to be sat outside and we'll be looking at where's heated outside when it's minus two <laughs> yeah. um, but also like that, i mean it's very easy to forget that i mean instagram for you is a business yeah. and it's like if you owned a shop yeah then you would be thinking when you woke up you'd be thinking about the shop first thing i think sure. about isle of paradise first thing that's what happened boom that's all i think yeah. about i think yeah. about lunch yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I think about lunch. Um, but it's of course you're going to think that, and it's so lovely that John supports you. That he's lucky to yeah. have that because a lot of people say to me about Instagram, and it's advice that I give people is you are the curator of your own content. Like you've, uh, you're, you're in control of following the people that you follow. You don't have to follow these people, but I'm guessing in your position. You have to follow people that you don't want to follow through work. Absolutely. To be honest, I'm kind of the same. There are people that I don't necessarily want to follow, but I have to follow because it's work. How do you deal with, if 
is there a certain person like there are certain people on my feed that when every time I see them I feel a bit I feel a bit crap about myself yeah, we get, yeah they're triggering for you yeah for they're whatever triggering reason. something yeah. and yeah. I just I have to go it's just work like I how, is there anyone like that on your feed and how do you deal with that there's probably 5% of people on there that I follow because I yeah I've met them I've probably been on a trip with them yeah and it would look bad for me to unfollow mm. but I don't necessarily get any of the feels following mm. their pictures yeah mm. I wouldn't say that they make me feel like they give me a wobble or that they mm. make me feel bad or they trigger anything um, if those kind of people are 100% I would unfollow yeah mm. because I spend so much time on there mm. so it would be really detrimental to my mental health mm. to have to be dealt with those images all the time yeah mm. and it would go in even without you realising yeah. it you know mm. I can look at something on Instagram and be triggered by it in some way and then just feel bad for another half an hour and I trace it yeah. back and I'm like oh god it's because I saw that post yeah and that's toxic isn't it mm. it is and even I'm very conscious of the fact that my content could be quite triggering to a lot of people because it is very edited um you know i very much make sure that everything the light's perfect i use a really expensive camera i face tune i photoshop i i don't really photoshop anymore because i'm too lazy but i would do <laughs> you edit your pictures but i edit my pictures yeah. and i want them to you know if there's a spot i erase it if there's a hair out of place mm-hmm. you know i do i twiddle with it to make it how I would want it to look. Yeah. I think what we were talking about earlier is if people are seeing your images and they're getting triggered by it, it's almost... There's a responsibility for them there, isn't there, to go, okay, I need to not look at Lorna's page so much. Yeah. Or in a comparative way. Yes. Yeah. But you can't how you you can't implement that. There's nothing you no, can you, do no. for that. And I am more about the clothes. Like I chop my head off in a lot of pictures. It really is about the clothes. Yeah. That's something that I mean, we've chatted about it many times and that's something that really drew me to Lorna. Even as a friend, I read an article about you before I even met you and it was and you said in the article it's not about me it's about the clothes yeah. and that's what my feed is it's all about the clothes mm. and so that's fine because you're not changing clothes and that's for me what yeah. your page is about and you yeah. do you do chop your head out and you do turn the other way and it is all about the outfit and that's I think that's what people have to remember that you know so I think in someone in your position with this many followers you're not doing it to make other people feel useless you're just doing that to, to make sure that they're focusing on the outfit yeah, yeah. And it does make a big difference. I don't mm. know if it's... I can't... I've not worked out yet. If me chopping my head off is because people just can't bear to look at the face and that's why it does so <laughs> well when I do chop the head off. Or if it is just that thing of removing the personality and the... People can imagine themselves wearing that outfit. I love how sciencey you are, Lorna. I love it. It's my favourite thing. No. Yeah. So like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to find out I where this does well. I am geeky. You and, are geeky in a really <laughs> lovely way. so brilliant. Um, something you said earlier when we were talking about... Um, the difference between somebody um sort of attacking your personality rather than you like you said with your appearance you can handle it because you've been on such a journey yeah so what's what's your journey and where are you at now do you think um so as a kid i was always really fat and didn't really like sports um i was quite popular like i remember being at brownies and always being quite popular but i just wasn't very athletic so of course as you get to school you get bigger i never had any correlation between food and weight gain yeah. Right. So yeah. I've never so all the way up into my teens and getting to university I was always quite a big girl. Right. And was always very unhappy about it but didn't realize that you could actually do something about it. And it was only when I got to uni and couldn't get a boyfriend that it instigated that weight loss. And then being adored and having that adoration that comes with being a slim girl. Right. Was quite a little bit like getting likes on Instagram. It's quite a buzz. Mm. And I would say that my entire 20s I was addicted to that wow. feeling. 
And then I think when I got married, I was an air hostess for most of my 20s, which, I mean, I got weighed at my interview. <gasps> um, and you were measured. How does that feel, being I mean, weighed and measured? it was all about my... But it's, oh, it is to do, there is a reason why air hostesses get weighed. Yeah, it's to do course. with, like, if a plane goes down and, like, you are... I can't remember what it is. You... I think it probably, I think it's something to do with, like, BMI, I don't know. But I just remember feeling in the twen- in my 20s like I had to be a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. And so that... Um, certainly all the boozy trips and you know going away to Caribbean and living it up on burgers and things I had I was constantly through my 20s managed my weight with bulimia bit of anorexia dipped in and out really of the two of them so it was really damaging it was really yeah. really time. damaging and then getting married and then feeling this sort of like oh I still don't feel like I can be me I think I, I really dove into this deep depression of wanting to be perfect and I mean, I think my I, anorexia took hold and I became this shell of what I was. I think I was like five stone. I was God. a real like frail little God. thing. I mean, that's really poorly. That's, yeah. I, that's I, I mean, I just couldn't see it. I thought I thought I looked great. And it affected my job to the point where I couldn't get out of bed because I was so depressed. So actually I had to go to rock bottom to then get back up. And I spent a year at home. Bless John. He just, you know, nurtured me. And then there was that turning point where I applied for that job with Rocket. Yeah. And then didn't get the job, but felt okay because I'd made it to the interview. And then them inviting me back. And they kind of nurtured me. I, you know, it was a, a warehouse full of women that all talked about real stuff. Yeah. And I'd never had that because as crew, we were all living a sort of champagne lifestyle on a lemonade wage. Yeah. yeah. But we were living this sort of glamorous pretend everything's, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. And now I was with real people that had like normal things going on and kids. And they really taught me to sort of like myself. And then, obviously, my Instagram, I actually, as well as taking pictures of houses, I was taking mirror selfies to sort of document how I was looking. Right. Yeah. Trying to get my head around it, really. Yeah. Trying because to reconnect. I, yeah, because to... I just didn't recognise this person in front of the mirror. Yeah. And it's great to look back now and go, wow, like, then I thought I was a bit podgy. And, of course, I was emaciated. Most of the women that I shoot, go on these trips with, are very, very slim, 10 years younger than me, you know, really beautiful girls. And... The old me wouldn't deal with that. Whereas I think I've had to come through all of this to sort of be like, do you know what? I'm all right. I think I'm all right. It doesn't bother me the way it probably would have done. Because you've been there. Yeah. Because you went right down there. But I'm still susceptible to going there. Right. And I'm what? still very fussy around what I eat. I'm very controlling, I would right. say. Mm. Mm. So as long as I'm in, in control of it, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm very empathetic of other people around me that maybe struggle with eating mm. or anxiety issues. And I'm almost drawn to them. And for a little while, I did become that person that sort of took them in under my wing. Yeah, because that's, that's a really common thing to do, to, to play it out with somebody else yeah. or have that reflection with somebody else. Which can be quite damaging to yourself. Yeah. Because it forces you to start questioning yourself. You know, you, you like you say, it's projection, isn't it? Yeah. One of the reasons why I very rarely talk about my eating issues, and it's certainly not really something I cover on my blog, occasionally I tweet about it. But it's not so, most people. Tell, most times I say it, people are like, "Oh, I didn't know about that." Mm. It's because I just genuinely don't feel that I can. I can give you advice on everything, but this is one area of my mental health that I am still dealing with. Right. And I feel I would feel a fraud to try and give someone advice on it because I don't to this day take my own advice. No. Mm. And every day is kind of like, well, we'll just see how I get on. But it's you know, even my husband, like even John knows that if we go out for dinner, yeah, I think you all have probably seen this, but we always share food because he always knows that I won't be overwhelmed with my meal if we share it. So we tend to go out for tapas. Right. If I ordered a roast dinner, we'd have to share it. We order a club sandwich because we can share it. So that's my managing my 
like control issues around food. Yeah, well, you found a system that works. You yeah, found something that works exactly. for you. And I think it's so much about that. I think I think if, if anybody's got trouble in any area, if you can mm. find a system, yeah. it is just about, and that's the system mm. that works for yeah. you. So that's it's just all for about For me, I don't that. weigh myself. Right. I just cannot no weigh myself. Same. I can't go near the scales. I don't have them in my house. I don't <laughs> weigh myself because I know what will happen because I've been there. And it's just like, I'm just like, am I happy? Yes. Yeah. I'm looking in the mirror every day and I'm like, do I like what I'm looking at? Yes. Fine. Yeah. That's cool. Carry on my day. Same. I think you can just get yourself in such a spiral. It's also so easy to compare yourself to other people on Instagram. And like what I hope if you are listening to this from what you've learned from Lorna is that these people that you see on Instagram, however many followers that they have, they're normal just like you and I. We're all people. You know, No one's different due to the amount of followers that you have. Everybody has these these wobbles. Yeah. Everybody goes through their own ups and downs. And it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. That's completely cool. And you are so brave, Lorna, for coming on this podcast and like talking so openly like you have. Because I'm hoping that it really cuts through and really helps people who maybe look at folk like yourself and think oh they're like superhuman yeah mm. and perfect and, yeah gosh if only <laughs> <laughs> well perfect doesn't exist no, that's doesn't. the thing no your flaws are what make you I always think I think the reason why we met and got on was because we were both quite good at taking the mick out of ourselves oh yeah and that's quite <laughs> I find that quite an attractive trait in people in general we always ask everyone who comes on the podcast this Lorna yeah. when you wobble mm. what makes you wobble um, I think it goes back to me being in control of things. So I normally have a wobble when things, when the plan changes. Right. So if the plan, and not to the point where like I came to meet you today and then you were like, oh, should we go and have some lunch? That mm. wouldn't really make me wobble. Mm. But like if I've had something planned for a week and then the whole thing changes, I do have a bit of a, oh God, have a little moment. Yeah. And I have to take a deep breath. And just like you do have to have that moment with yourself where you go, okay, what are my coping strategies for this? Take a deep breath. Just nobody's going to make you do anything you're not comfortable with. Yes. But don't embarrass you. You know, I don't want to embarrass myself. That's what's going through my head. Mm. And don't I let think, yourself down. Don't let yourself down. Yeah. And we have that a lot because it's that thing between what you want and what's right for you, but you don't want to let anyone down. And I think everybody has that in, mm. in some way, whether it's even not going to a birthday party because you don't want to go, but you don't want to let them down. Yeah. You know, everybody sort of gets that a little bit. So you're right. You do have to have a moment with yourself and go, it's okay. I can do what I want. And like you said about smiling, you know, have a big smile on your face. Yeah. It kind of, it's infectious. Yes. And people just drawn to the smile. Yeah. Mm. And that's a real weapon for me now. When I go anywhere, I smile. Smile at the wall. Yeah. Well, smiling <laughs> makes such a difference. It makes such a difference. I have, have built my whole Killed bloody career, smile. to be honest. People respond to you differently when you smile. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Um, Lorna, we could keep you here. We could get the drinks trolley in. I'm, we could I'm keep you here all afternoon. I'm actually devastated there isn't a drinks trolley. <laughs> <laughs> so are we. So are we. Thank you so Thank you. much Thank for being you. on Wobble. If people want to follow you, your Instagram is... Yeah, Lorna Lux with an E. And your website and your blog. Same, all same. I think it's Twitter's Lorna underscore Lux. Apparently there's two of us. Oh, really? Oh, fun. Interesting. <laughs> fun. Um, Lorna, thank you so thank much you. for being on Wobble. So we both said how brave we thought Lorna was to talk about everything that she talked about in this episode. So we are going to put some links in the show notes to just various organisations. If you think you need to go and talk to somebody, have a look there because there will be people who can help. Um, but also what I loved is that Lorna very openly said she had to hit rock bottom. Yes. And sometimes 
we have hit rock bottom, I've hit rock bottom before, and you come back out the other side, there is the other side that you come back up out of. And now she's got a really successful business and she's living a life and she's really enjoying herself, but it's not been easy and she has to deal with these comments every day, but you know, she wobbles. We're all human beings and we all wobble and we all have these moments and things will always get better. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wobble. I'm Sarah Powell. And I'm Jules Von Hert. Um, you can find us online. The best thing to do is to go to our Instagram, which is Jules and Sarah Podcast. Uh, find us there and also uh, rate this podcast. We'd love that. Yes, yes. Absolutely. We love subscribe. being rated. Subscribe. Absolutely. And this is in association with a tanning brand that I have co-founded called Isle of Paradise, a brand that is here for you uh, to help you look and feel better. And we'll see you next time for another brilliant guest. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.